We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hey, we're here. Oh my gosh. We're queer. And a little bit. Get used to it. Um, <laughs> welcome. Let's put the chips away I in do the like extremely pussy. clinky bag. Pussy's amazing. I like yeah. chips in a, cri- in a crispy bag. You're trying to change the subject. No, I'm not at all. It's fine that you like pussy. I support that. Thank you. I like this pussy, meaning this cat There's that's sitting cat next to me. Next to you, who has been like trying to make out with you. She's been doing a lot of that sniffing of the breath. I don't know what the cats yeah. are looking for. She's such an interesting one. She woke me up last night, like around oh three or four a.m. Did you see what I did? I did change the subject. Oh. Now we're talking about cats. <laughs> so she woke you up. Uh, and just was doing crazy shit. Like flopping on me, like crawling on me, and then flopping on me. Oh, cats. It's so cute. She's, um, this cat is like a miniature cat or something. Yes. And so what's weird is because I have kids who are assholes, mm-hmm. um, over... The- when you said because I have, I just thought you were going to sing because I have been given much. I too <laughs> But then you said, because I have Let's sing kids it. who are assholes. Let's sing it. Ready? Ready? Because I have been given much, I too must give. I can do the whole song. <laughs> okay. Anyway, your kids are Look at her. She's so cute. I'm drunk. So, brother coffee. <laughs> How are you drunk? Because, because I've, had, I've been drinking all day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you've had like a half a glass of wine. I have been drinking since Okay, your kids are 11. assholes. Oh, we didn't even like welcome people to the oh, podcast. Oh, this is Hot Drinks. Hi, welcome to our podcast. It's a podcast. It's called Hot Drinks. Do you guys know what a podcast is? It's it's a thing we do. It's a thing that many sober people do, <laughs> but that we don't. We're not sober. Conan O'Brien does it sober. He does. Well, I mean, I assume unless assume. he's a functioning alcoholic. He's probably high, yeah. Alec Baldwin has one. He's for sure a functioning alcoholic. I want him... To slit no, my no, throat. No, no, we don't oh, fuck Alec Baldwin. Why, why, why? Because he's a Republican and he's like a he, wife abuser. He's, wait, no, 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 no. Well, I don't know if he's a Republican. He's but he not a Republican. Republican energy. His character on 30 Rock was a Republican. I know, but he has Republican energy. I don't know what he actually <laughs> is. Remember when he like yelled at his kid on that recording? Oh, and then he, yeah. And like beats his wife? I don't know. Did you stop Did his it? wife get murdered? He's going to listen to this. <laughs> his wife. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway. Jesus, what were we? It's a podcast. I have no idea. My Hot name is Brother Coffee. Drinks. I'm Latter-day Twain. We're not married. We've never been married to each other. No. We have been married before. To other people. Yes, in mixed orientation marriages. Right. Little, Which means one was gay and one was Lil straight. Little Twain is listening to this right now and going, I know all of this. We know you know Little Twain, but sometimes there's new listeners and they don't and know. And there's just one new, one new listener out there. And her that, name, this is for you. Her name's Letitia. Uh, mm, okay. She, she's excited to be listening. Yeah. Welcome, Letitia. I bet her last name is like Nielsen or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't know what we've been talking about. My asshole kids. Oh, yeah. Since my divorce 10 years ago would start bringing home cats. And we have had four or five now that just stop growing like physically as far as like stature wise for a cat at like teenagehood 
This has happened more than once? Yes, and they What have. are you doing to these cats? Uh, you know what? It's that it's global warming. Oh, it could be. It yeah. could be. Anyway, this cat looks like it's, yeah, like, looks like, like it's, it's like two years old two, or something. Or less than that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think it is two years old. And it's already had a litter of kittens. Yeah. Get your cat spayed and neutered. One died. Sister Twain. That's why you get them spayed and neutered. I know. I gave a cat an abortion once. Oh, God. I okay. mean, I didn't. But I could have because okay, I'm okay, with okay, her. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so at the beginning of each abortion episode. Rocks. We, I mean, I, I agree. At the beginning of each episode, we <laughs> like to do, do some women's work. Which, which is, is housekeeping. As, as the professional podcasters say. Right. The boring ones. Right. The uninteresting ones. To take care of. We're going to do some women's work. First item of women's the work. The funny thing about women's work, by the way, is originally women's work. Oh, did my, what's, what's my phone doing? It's I just funny. wanted to make sure it hadn't like died. Get your face um, in there. What, originally, women's work <laughs> was really us talking about like the business of the podcast. The business. Like like things coming up, how to get a hold of us, make sure to do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Because we were cultivating an audience. Now women's work is just us just talking about random things random, that are going on in our lives. Like our so it really movements. has it really has nothing to do with like with like any fucking biz- thing. Like yeah, like housework. <laughs> or yeah. So anyway, what's your women's work? All right. First of all, um, I think I forgot it. <laughs> Well, I'll tell my women's work while you do that. Oh, I remembered it. You go ahead, though. So mine is very brief, and I already told you this. It's just that um, if you guys don't know, we have what's called a Patreon. So that's at patreon.com slash hot drinks. And you can basically sign up to support the podcast financially. And then for a small monthly donation, you get, like, bonus episodes and access to, like, extra recordings and extra things and photos and whatever online. So anyway, if you're curious about it, you can go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. But today my son who is 14 was talking to me about it, <clears throat> about the podcast in general. And he was like, what and if side note, is he like almost as tall as you now? Oh yeah. Both my sons are. Oh yeah. my God. One of them is taller than me. He Which is, is like six, three. I'm six, five. Oh my God. And my younger, my oldest son is like six, six. Like he's <laughs> taller than me. Yeah. So anyway, so he was just, Asking me about the podcast, and he's like, oh, what if it becomes, like, really famous and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you know, it's it's got a pretty niche, like, audience, you know, so. It is. It, it may not grow much bigger than it is now. Blah, it's blah, almost blah. clicky. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, you're in our You're click. in the click. So anyway, he said, <laughs> well, I want to be a guest on your podcast. And I go, oh, well, what would you talk about? And he goes, Mormons. And I was like, you don't know anything about Mormons. Because he was a Mormon. But, like, when we left the church when he, let's see, left the church, like, Five years ago. So he was like nine. Nine. So he does not, mm-hmm. he doesn't, I mean, I tell him things about Mormonism sometimes and he's like, they what? They do what? <laughs> he doesn't know. He goes, well, I'll talk about Mormons. And I go, you don't have anything to say about Mormons. He goes, I'll be a guest and I'll talk about Mormons and then you'll give me a cut of that sweet Patreon money. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, we will not. <laughs> no, we don't actually pay any of our no, guests. No, no, we don't. So sorry. And that Patreon yes. money pays for a utility. Well, bill. and that's what I said to him. I'm like, I'm like, in a way, you are getting that Patreon money because it might like buy groceries that week. Like you've yeah. you've eaten that Patreon money, yeah. or it might yeah, like pay for your phone bill for the month. So yeah. anyway, I'm touching you. Is that okay? It's fine as long as you don't have COVID. Okay, so tell us your women's works. All right, so there's a full moon in Aquarius. I've heard. To, oh, it's like tomorrow. Officially. Okay. But the full moon really lasts for three days. Tonight is the first night. But tomorrow's okay. official, so August 3rd. 
Okay. And <clears throat> we're in Leo season. And so the full moon is in the opposite sign of Leo. Yes. Which is Aquarius. Right. Um, and I wanted to just read this really fascinating blurb. And then I will, I will post this Instagram post that I'm reading from on hot drinks. Okay, great. Okay. So tomorrow the full moon opposes the sun, giving us our monthly full moon. Full moons always occur in the opposite sign, blah, blah, blah. When the sun sits in Leo, the moon lands in Aquarius, allowing us to work with both of these energies in our energetic body. Every sign has a low. The cat is now. She's climbing on my lap. Yeah. She dug her closet a little she, bit. It's okay. She does that. She, it's how she loves you. Um, every sign has a low side and a high side. The full moon brings us an opportunity to step away from the lower frequencies of both signs involved and integrate their highest potential. You really are in your power right now for, during the full moon. Yes. For Leo and Aquarius, that potential is pure, unconditional love for oneself and all of humanity. The kind of love that can change the world. I, but I hate humanity right now. Oh, I know. But do you So why did it? you want to share that? Um, because I'm just really excited about the energy that we're in right now. Okay. In what way? Um, I, I, I have a lot of endorphins okay. pop, popping off right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, great. That's like it, that's it. it, that's it. You're in your power. Yeah, I am. Because I'm Aquarius rising. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'm a Leo rising. See? It's Don't dawning. Don't you fall in love with me. No. <laughs> do Leo and Aquarius make good couples? Oh, I f- don't fucking know. Okay, we don't. I don't. Know. We don't um, know. But um, speaking of Leos, I think I'm falling in love with one. Okay. Who's also maybe not a Democrat. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about this. I know. Let's fast forward. <laughs> skip, been- <laughs> skip, skip. Hit fast forward. and I have had many, many conversations about this offline. <laughs> And she'll say, and I'll say, you can't fall in love with a Republican. I mean, with someone who's not a Democrat. <laughs> and she'll say, right, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. I would never do that. I would never do that. But anyway, um, <laughs> and I'm like, I, nope, 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 nope. Whatever. Anyway, anyway. Do you have any more women's work? Um, I have finished season two of Killing Eve. Didn't you already say that? I Didn't said it to that? you last night. Oh, you said it to me When last I came night. to see okay. you, it was our personal time. That was our personal time. Which was not sexual. We were not recording. Um, but... Um, season two was not as good as season one, Okay. but still good. But the outfits were just as good. Oh my God. Like after Villanelle got back from like, came back from the dead, basically like, I don't, she didn't die, but you know what I mean? No, 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 no. All yeah. the shit that happened to her at oh the beginning. Oh my God. I just wanted her to have a hot outfits. bath. Yeah. She looked great. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> still what Villanelle is the, is the character played by Jodie Comer. Who's like this 27 year old. British blonde woman. She's amazing. And she's fucking amazing. Came out of nowhere. She also played uh, Ray's mom in Rise of Skywalker. She did? Yes. I just figured this out yesterday. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch. Because I hadn't, I hadn't watched Killing Eve when I saw that. I don't even remember. I need to go. I don't even remember Ray's mom being in Rise it of Skywalker. It was just a little flickery, flickery flash. A little flickery flash. Yes. Uh, I think I had some more women's work, but it was, I uh, can't remember. But you're too drunk. It's fine. It's totally fine. So we're doing another <gasps> mystery top Our five today. Second. Our second mystery top five. Yes. Back by popular demand or no demand at all. I don't know. <laughs> Did no people demand. want us to do this again? No, we don't know. We never had that. We thought it was delightful, no but maybe you out. hated it. 
no one, we didn't hear any cries in the dark about no, this one. But we just thought, well, that was delightful. Let's do it again. So the way the mystery, t- so as, as you already know, little twain, we normally do top fives where we just top five, whatever. And we each kind of share our top fives. The way that a mystery top five works is that we have each independently come up with our own top five. Yes. And we will not tell you what the what the topic of our top five is. We will just, again, take turns going through number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Yep. And the other person will try to guess what the top five as is. As we go along. As we go along. Yeah. So we're going to take a little break. I've got a cat curled up in my lap. So fresh. So fresh. Um, and then when we come back, we'll talk about top fives. And see what happens. See what happens. It's a mystery. Hey, we're back. Oh, shit. Hey. Put your Instagram away. I always say I'm ready, but I'm never ready. You're not. You're not. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So, mystery top five. Mystery top five. I don't know your top five. You don't know my top five. Exactly. My eye is very itchy. We don't know, like, the top five the of topic. what. The topic. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. okay. So, so the, what's your first one? Number one is aloe vera. Okay. <laughs> and not, like, the sh- green shit you buy in a bottle. Right. But, like, the actual like the plant. plant. Yeah, okay. Using it medicinally. Okay. Um, getting a, a getting a cut. Let's see. I, I don't know how to explain it without giving it away. I, I don't think I'll give it away. But when I was like a little girl in East Texas, when I was a little girl in East Texas, mm-hmm. um, I was like mm, five or six, and I got a cut as little girls do. Right, as little girls in East Texas do. <laughs> and. Um, I think I was at home alone with my dad, which was unusual because he was always either working or and I was with my mom or whatever. So I was at home alone with my dad and I got a cut and he took me outside and said, come here. And he broke off a leaf of aloe vera mm-hmm. and put it on my cut. And I thought it was the most magical thing. Yeah. I thought it was the most magical thing. Yeah. A, that he knew that. You know, I mean, I'm a little, yeah, little, yeah, little yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. And B, wait, what was B? Oh, B, that the earth could give us things like that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, my grandma always had aloe vera and would do the same thing. Really? Would just like break it off if we had a sunburn. And it smells real bad. I don't remember that part. It smells bad. Oh. Um, like uh, liken it to something akin uh, to oh I don't even know it's just kind of stinky and kind of slimy so that's how you've explained vaginas before okay Uh, (laughs) have you ever had speaking of vaginas have you ever had an aloe vera drink like the bottle oh yeah yeah they're awful yeah here's the thing that I'm not into and then I'm gonna guess what I think your top each time we're gonna guess oh oh but I just want to share quickly one thing I'm not into okay drinks with chunks in them I don't want that uh, fuck it I don't want the a, I don't want boba no oh my god it I makes me sl- angry I don't want to slurp a big booger up the straw when I'm <laughs> yeah. drinking some delicious iced tea no <laughs> And so what we used to, at my work, we had a vending machine in the break room and it was like a healthy snack vending machine. And so it, it had like protein bars and, you know, like kombucha. And was just, this at your most recent job before Yeah, yeah. COVID? No, this, no, this is, yeah. Okay. This is at my current job. Your current job that you're yeah. furloughed, furloughed from. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and there was an aloe vera drink in there and I never had one before and I was like, oh, I'll try that. Oh, so I I'm bought so it. 
I, I started drinking it. I know. It's yeah. like someone sneezed in that fuck drink. Fuck it. It's so gross. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I can just picture the bottle was like a square, right? Yep, it totally yeah. was. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'd rather drink this delicious are, red wine. Are you going to try to guess? The Yes. Uh, things, uh, your top five uh, kinks. <laughs> like I use aloe as like a lube now or something? I don't know. It's just a guess. No, what's your, what's your first one? As you down that glass, that was a power sip. I mean, there was like a half a Don't teaspoon in there. Don't tell them. The number, okay, my first one is Seymour Krellborn. Okay, that's the character from Little Shop Horse? Correct. Yes, played by Rick Moranis in, in the, the movie. movie. That movie is so good. It's so good. Why have, with all of the remakes that we've been doing, why have we not remade that movie? Okay, let's cast it right now. Okay. Or do you well, want to go on first? No, well, I mean, really, all I just, all I want to say about Seymour Krellborn is, like, he's, he's that, he's got, like, that nebbish energy. Nebbish? Yeah, like, not, ne- not your, not your ex, <laughs> not Gary's last name. <laughs> no, no, nebbish, nebbish with the B is in boy. Yeah. Yeah. Nebbish means, what is, like. What does it mean? Like, squirrely and, like, um. Did you learn that in your creative writing? Yes, I'm sure I did. We had a, we had class? a whole, I took a whole class called Funny Words. <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, and he's kind of shy, and yeah, oh. Seymour, I love him. Um, yeah. Let's, so I think okay. that, I think the, I, what I would do, I feel like I've said this on the show before. Just say Here's it. what I want to see. Yeah. I want, I want a gender-bent Little Shop of Horrors. I want three drag queens to play Crystal, Ronette, oh. and what's the other one's name? Without question. I don't know, but I know but exactly. But three black yeah, drag queens. exactly. <clears throat> I want... Um, Seymour to be a gay man, and then I want Audrey to be a gay man who's in an abusive relationship, or maybe Audrey's like non-binary, but she, but they are in a relationship with with an abusive woman. I don't know, but just like just oh twist yeah, you wanted up. the dentist to be a lesbian, yeah. Right? Wouldn't yes. that be great? Okay, let's but see. I don't want to villainize lesbians and like glorify. Are we anyway? Are we are we being like? Affirming. But if it was a movie, okay. Let's not do my gender bent. But if it was a movie, okay. We need for so who do we have for the three for Runette, Crystal, and the other one whose name I can't remember. Like Janelle Monae's one of them for sure. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I would also put Nicole Byer in there. I don't know if she can sing. I, I don't know who that is. She is the host of Nailed It on <laughs> on Netflix. Oh, oh, oh! And she's hilarious. Okay. Um, I don't know. Are we going to really cast Regina the whole show? King? Reg- well, yeah, she'd be great. She's kind of she's kind of too big for just being one. Yeah. Day. Okay, but who here? I really want to recast. I want to know who the new dentist would be. Who would we cast the dentist? Steve Martin fucking play the dentist. So who? I know he was great. Who Who is of that caliber? But of today, like that comedy caliber. Yes. This is, is it Conan. Just, oh God. Maybe. It's not Conan? I don't know. Oh. It'd probably be, you know what, if they actually did it, it'd be James Corden who would get the role. <gasps> and we'd all be annoyed. It would be so annoying. So maybe, oh, Chris Pratt. Okay. Except he's like a Christian. Ah, oh, fuck. I hate okay. Him. Okay. <laughs> I hate him. I'm going to just say one other little side topic, and then we're going to go on to number two. Sure. So do you have a guess, by the way? Of what my top five is, which number one being Seymour Krellborn. Uh, identities you're comfort- more comfortable with than your own. Is it close? Close. But oh, no, shit. But not. <laughs> um, so today I saw a tweet. 
that said, we need a phrase that's like the opposite of cleans up good. You know, when you say like, oh, he cleans up good. He cleans up real good. That This phrase was like, they. I think they. I think the phrase they landed on was like, grease is up good or grease is down good. Anyway, but it's the, <laughs> it's the thing where like, where like you see um, Henry Cavill in like a suit and tie and you're oh. like, oh, he, oh. God and then you damn. see him as like the witcher and he's like dirty and yeah. like sweaty. Anyway. And, I don't know why I'm thinking and of that. And either way, you want him yeah. to asphyxiate you. Right. Stomp on your body until it's bruised all We're over. Very violent. Trigger warning for people who've um, been murdered by Henry Hi, Cavill have you ever before. met yourself? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I know. Anyway. Should we go on to number two? I mean, he could play the dentist. Did you just pull the leg of my shorts I'm just shorts trying up? to touch your leg. You're very, you're very <laughs> handsy tonight. I'm in my power. Let's go on to number two. <laughs> number two is a dildo. Okay. <laughs> I did say it was like your kinks. <laughs> okay, keep going. Don't look at my screen though, because I'm looking at my number two. The dildo I'm thinking of is uh-huh. a, it's a specific dildo from about 1983. Okay. And I don't know if it was mechanical in any way, but it looked like a dick. Okay. It looked like a penis, and it was probably first time I ever really saw a penis. <laughs> Except it was a plastic one. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking we're like top five like formative objects from your childhood or something. No. Okay. Did you want to say anything else about that dildo? Uh, uh, okay. So it was 1983. So I would have been eight-ish eight. depending on the, t- the year, the time of year. Right. That's, year. How, that's how birthdays work. Exactly. Isn't it Thank you for being supportive. I'm holding space so- for you. <laughs> Um, and it came out of nowhere. We were cleaning out a shed okay. in the backyard of a house we were moving into. It's oh, so gross. I know. Like I just moved into a house uh-huh. and the guy that had lived there before me had left like, you know, in the shower, the thing that goes over the shower head that you can, like, store stuff in or whatever? The caddy. Yeah, the little caddy. He had left a caddy behind, and it had a bar of soap in it still. Disgusting. And I, like, wanted to vomit on I like Di- I, like, wanted Disgust. to put on a hazmat suit before <laughs> I removed it. Like, I don't want to see a, the soap that I know you, like, scrubbed your b-hole with. You know? I don't want to see that. Okay. So that's... But it's also soap, so presumably it's clean. Is it self-cleaning? It's That's self-cleaning. That's like that Friends episode. Yeah, it's self-cleaning. Remember the Friends episode mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. Chandler and Joey talk about the bar Yeah, soap? it's self-cleaning. Okay, anyway. But this is a dildo in a shed. In a shed. <laughs> What's been happening in and that shed? And the person who found it, and okay. I was there for this whole thing, picked it up, looked at it, looked at me, and looked at the other person that was with us, no words were said, just looks were exchanged, uh-huh. and I was standing there like, am I going to be in trouble? <laughs> and then it went into the trash. You know what? You what? probably would have been in trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, because you found a dildo in a shed. But I mean, I didn't find it. I was just there. I know, but you still would have been in trouble. I still would have been in trouble. How dare you? I was female. Right. I was in the South. You were near a penis. I was Mormon. A penis-shaped plastic object. <laughs> God, the dildo in the shed. And oh, I didn't tell you what color it was. Oh, oh, good. I mean, I've been wondering. <laughs> it was like the color of like a terracotta pot. Kind of orangey. Kinda... Yeah, like sienna, burnt sienna. 
Oh, maybe a little bit lighter. So take some burnt sienna, okay, mix so it with a top peach. Top five. Oh God. Top five of your favorite colors that relate to objects <laughs> from your childhood. No. Aloe, burnt sienna. <laughs> Very earthy so far. Very, yes. So what's your number two? Uh, Letty Lutz is number two. Uh, okay, who's that? Do I have to? I just don't know how much I want to share about who Letty Lutz is. Okay, well, just then tell me uh, so, why you chose it. I just think Letty Lutz demands to be seen for who she is <laughs> in is, all situations. Okay, I feel like I'm playing 20 questions. She's not in her power at the beginning, <laughs> but she comes into her power. Is this, if I was being, if I was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. And the gentle listeners didn't know that I've already watched Game of Thrones. I say, is this a Game of Thrones character? But it's no, not. No, but she could be. Oh, shit. Was it played by somebody who was in Game of no. Thrones? No, no, no. Oh. Is it a, like a magical, fantastical character? Yeah, kind of. Oh, a bitchy character? Mm, a little bit. Oh. Okay. I don't, I, like, I, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like the more I reveal, the more obvious I'll make this, even though probably I wouldn't make it obvious at all. <clears throat> Is, is I'll just say Letty Lutz. I'll okay. just tell you who she is. Oh, well, well, wait. Let me just ask okay. some questions because okay, I don't. I don't want to ruin the fun. Okay. A female. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Oh. Dot dot dot. I don't know. Yes, but maybe no. Does she identify as a female? Yes. Okay. Um, and probably on a TV show that you're watching. Possibly. Or watched. No, not on a TV show. A movie. Yes. Called. <laughs> And let's take a break. Okay. So we're back, and I feel like I didn't—I didn't give you a chance to guess. <laughs> oh, you guessed after the first one. You didn't guess Did after I? the second one. Okay. So I, Seymour Krelborn okay. and Letty Lutz—is that her name? <laughs> Letty Lutz. Letty Lutz. Yeah, um, something like that. Uh. People that you think are better than you. <laughs> I, it always comes back to your self-hatred. I mean, it really does. It really does. Um, all right. So, and I feel like I also did not give you a lot of detail on Letty Lutz. So I will give more but detail in the, the future. The right. List. Okay. okay so all right. Number three. Number three for me <clears throat> is an album by Loverboy called Get Lucky. Okay. And you won't know anything about this. No. Because <laughs> I do not. <laughs> covered like your even though we are of the same generation right. you know very little about 80s music right so this album came out sorry in 81 and i, I was four most sure um i was almost six or seven depending on the year no depending no. on when you're five was. or six okay depending on because that's how that works yeah birthdays so the album is red. Okay. It's it's like this because it's, Lady in Red? What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming it's the lead singer of Loverboy whose name I of course I can't think of because who knows the name of the lead singer of Loverboy. But <clears throat> certainly I don't. <laughs> so, super straight um early 80s rock band. Right. Not heavy metal, but anyway, right. um they wore headbands and stuff. Um the album cover is the ass of the lead singer in red leather or maybe vinyl pants. Okay. And he's holding his hand behind his back in the lucky 
in the with fingers crossed. From fingers crossed. <laughs> in the lucky. <laughs> I like that you. Sh- for those of you at home, which is everyone except the two of us and the cat, Sister Twain like held her hand in front of the phone. And said, lucky, as is. though you could see it. Okay, yeah. so he has his fingers crossed. He has his fingers crossed. As though he has his fingers crossed behind his back. So he, maybe he's telling a lie. Ass. Right, right. But, it, like, telling a lie, but also it's the lucky sign. That is not the lucky sign. <laughs> Isn't it? It's like, wish me luck. And nah, then you twi- okay, and then maybe. You- yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're right, yeah. Okay, anyway. I just always think of, like, when you, because when you were a kid, you would, like, <clears throat> cross your fingers if you were lying. But right. you're right. We do say fingers it's- crossed for, like... The, Good luck. Lo- yeah, the yeah. gesture has many meanings. Twofold. <laughs> the meanings. gesture has twofold meanings. meanings. So it's the entire album. Okay. Blasting in okay. my car, um, and I just have was, a record player in the back seat. No, <laughs> the vinyl is on there. Cassette deck. Okay. okay. Tape deck. Um, in whatever the fuck car it was, but um. It was the first time that I, like, took note of listening to an album from start to finish. Okay. Like, a piece of art. Okay. Like, a work of art. Okay. But also... Okay. Um, I was still only five or six, and the previous Christmas, I had gotten the 45 of Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl. Okay. And he was my first crush. Okay. I don't know what that meant, but I just knew I wanted to be vulnerable for him. <laughs> you wanted to hold space for him, for Rick Springfield. Oh, a thousand percent. And then... Little eight-year-old you was like, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm holding open space for you to really feel whatever emotions you need to, Rick we Springfield. Are, we are not going to form a trauma bond, no. Rick Springfield. This is going to be a healthy, green flagged Me and eight-year-old me. Um, five-year-old me. Five-year-old you. Uh, even better, but... Okay. There was something really sexual about the music for me. Right. That red leather ass. Yeah, and even though it was just kind of like rock, there was... I, I don't know. Um, I think it's because at some point before this... Again, I'd been home with my dad, which was rare. And he was watching this movie that he should not have been watching with me in the room. And there was this, it was this movie about this couple. um, The boyfriend was abusive, but they had great sex. And she's naked and her tits were akimbo (laughs) and amazing. (laughs) And then she kills him while they're fucking... I saw that at five, I, but that is not m- the the point. What does this have to do with the album? <laughs> um, uh, I think that it Rick Springfield plus that movie, the murder sex plus movie, this album, which is a whole other. <laughs> Wait, group. no, Rick Springfield plus the murder sex movie uh-huh. awakened my sexuality. Okay. In a way I didn't ask for. And then okay. you were in the car. The and car then, was vibrating. But anyway. You were listening to Loverboy on the LP. Anyway, just that whole album. Really, the the whole, the backstory that I just told was just to make it interesting. Okay. It's just really the album in itself. It has nothing so, to do with anything. So we're, so we're, it, it feels like these are objects from your past. Okay. We've got the aloe vera plant. <laughs> we have the, the terracotta. terracotta dildo <laughs> in the shed. Yeah. 
and so and we have a and an album the lover boy the lover get boy lucky EP album. lp lp yeah um and they all these all seem to be like seminal or pivotal moments as they as we as the kids say pivotal. i i cannot hear the word seminal and not think of semen well because so. they're the related oh why because seminal means like a moment that planted a seed like a a because it's a moment where something began to grow something began to grow in your life <sighs> things just started coming all over me yeah basically in my life okay so we've got the dripping aloe vera yeah. like dripping the things out dripping the red leather ass uh-huh and a and a terracotta god it all sounds so sexual well shocking what is wrong with me <laughs> or what is so right the top three the top five <laughs> Sexual, the top five things that carve sexual grooves in your brain that are now the kinks you have. Not today. remotely. Didn't I say kinks the last time too? <laughs> yes. Anyway, I just keep thinking of a terracotta dildo because, like, that is porous. It's not going to get clean. It wasn't made of. It's not going to get clean. It's, it's it unsanitary. Break. It could break or chip. You know, you could have rough edges. Ow! It's not good. It, oh. Okay. All right. Well. Oh. So we have three objects from your past yeah. is all I've narrowed it down That's to. That's what she said. Okay, so my what number, is your three number three is Bruce Bechtel. <gasps> Whoa! Whoa! So why don't you tell I know the gentle listeners who, the, who Bruce Bechtel oh is? Oh my God! Okay, which is weird because last week was the first time I could listen to the Fun Home original Broadway, Broadway cast recording since, the, you... since I was in the show. Uh, okay. So Bruce Bechtel is a character in the musical Fun Home. Oh. He's a real person, though. It's a one-act musical. I know. I That's amazing. That. Yeah, it's so good. Anyway. Tight. I was in it. Tight like your vagina and or butthole. It is a tight one-act musical yeah, like my great. pussy. Like your pussy, which is tighter than your butthole. We've, <laughs> we've discussed before. So Bruce... <laughs> Is the father of Alison Bechtel, who's an illustrator and feminist writer and lesbian. Lesbian cartoonist. And if you've heard of the Bechtel test, it's about Alison Bechtel. Yeah. She came up with the Bechtel test. It's yeah. why it's named after her. Exactly. Anyway, but Fun Home is based on a graphic novel that Alison wrote about her life growing up in a funeral home, Fun Home, um, where her dad was gay. She was kind of starting to figure out that she was gay. Uh-huh. So they were both kind of living these secret lives together. Yeah. Yep. And then he, the the show ends, he kills himself. <clears throat> he steps in front of a truck. Yep. And so it's sort of her, like, reconciling, like, here we were, and we both were kind of living these secret lives, and we didn't know, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyway. So Bruce Bechtel, he's a great decorator. <sighs> they talk about that Amazing in the show Amazing decorator. He's gay. A curator. He was gay. And he, I think he wants to be a good dad, Bruce Bechtel. How? I think he was broke. I don't think he was capable of being a good dad because no. of how broken he was. I was just going to say, how can you be a good dad when all of your energy is spent keeping a secret like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but I think he loves Closeted dudes out there, come the fuck out of the fucking closet. Yeah, we don't have time it. for it anymore. Yeah. So that's my number three, Bruce Bechtel. Jesus Christ. Days and days, days and, and so days. So I. I want you to know something. Yes. That when I was listening to the, the original, original Broadway, Broadway cast recording, recording last week for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's probably tenfold reasons that I haven't listened to right. it in a long time. I know. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, I just started sobbing again. Really? But I was performing and sobbing. Were you vacuuming? I was... 
Motherfucker, I was vacuuming. Days and days <laughs> and days. That's how Those it of happens. you who can't see what Brother Coffee's doing. I'm vacuuming. He's va- he was making vacuuming motions with his arm. So this is a throwback to you performing <coughs> that show and yeah. singing a song called Days and Days. But I was not vacuuming. And a throwback to our first hot drinks party. What was the first party called that was in your backyard? Midsommar. That was the Midsommar. Yeah, and you... Where I was talking about listening to that song while vacuuming, while vacuuming. and singing. Yes. Anyway, days and days. Anyway. So do you have a guess what my top five are? We've got Bruce Bechdel, Letty Lutz, and Seymour Crowborn. Just the people that made you who you are today. I mean, you're on, you're on the right track. I know. You're not, you're not like quite nailing it, but you're kind of on the right track. That's what she said. Okay, let's take a break, and then we'll come back for number four and five. All right. Or something. Yay! Days and days days and days. That's how it happens. Okay. (laughs) You know you're singing it wrong. Am I? Yeah, it goes like this. Days and days and days. That's how it happens. No, I'm trying to correct you. Ready, go. I won't say anything. I'm like a cheerleader. Ready, okay. Days and days and days. That's how it happens. That's Days what I was and, but you're going. That's how it happens. Oh, I don't know. Like I don't know. A, I don't know. Like it's from 1942 or something. That's how it happens. <laughs> Here in the fun home. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Okay. What's your number four? My Mystery number... top five. Let's recap your top. Your three so far. Okay. Aloe vera plant. Aloe vera plant. Terracotta dildo. <laughs> Terracotta dildo. <laughs> and lover boy get lucky. The album. Album. Okay, number As four. As it were, number four is a big. Bag of blow pops. Okay. So I mean a big bag. Okay. Of all flavors. Okay. Except for the blue raspberry, because the big bag of blow pops, that's hard to say. The big <laughs> bag of blow pops that I'm thinking of was from my years in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Deuce, Heather Armstrong, who we were beehives together. Um she doesn't listen to this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to glom onto her. I'm name. totally name dropping. Yeah. Glomming. I'm glomming. That's Shakespearean, I think. So I was 12 and 13. We had quite often a huge um, uh, bag of blow pops. Uh, supply uh-huh. of blow pops. And the big bag of blow pops. Oh, wait. I say forgot it one to more say. Time. I forgot to say. The big bag of blow pops did not include the blue raspberry one. Right. Which came out, I think, in the 90s. You did actually say that. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but that's fine. The reason I bring that up is because that one was special. We would eat those in high school mm-hmm. and call them Smurf dicks. And they made Not our, my Mormon high they school. Made, <laughs> this was in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But um, the high school part, the, the Smurf dick part. But anyway, I digress. Back to the big bag of blow pops. The bag lived on top of the dryer. Okay. And we just go get one whenever we wanted. Oh, that seems very generous. Well, they were free. <gasps> I want to buy a big bag of blow pops. Do you like blow pops? Yeah, who doesn't? Do you like sucking on a big blow pop and then chewing the gum later? Oh my God, I'm so hard. <laughs> if doesn't? I had a dick, it would be saluting, saluting. The shorts. Is that what they say? That was a show on Nickelodeon <laughs> called Salute Your Shorts. Oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> here's what's funny. Big bag of blow pops. Because when we were preparing for this episode, you said to me, were blow pops like a thing in your high school? And I was like, no, I mean, what? I know what they were. 
And then you tell me how you guys call them Smurf dicks, like you just said. And what I thought was, this, this was the train of thought that I went through. I just want everyone to go on this journey yeah. with me. No one in my high school ever would have said that because it was such a Mormon high school. Oh, but then what I actually thought was, well, probably the really cool kids probably did say that. And also probably the really, like, like trashy non-Mormon kids, oh, yeah. trashy quote-unquote non-Mormon okay. kids did say that. Okay. So it was really just us lamos in the middle so that look- weren't cool enough to be non-Mormon <laughs> and weren't, like, non-Mormon. We were just the lame kids in the middle. Two things about your high school, and I didn't yeah. even know to your, go to your high school. <laughs> I didn't even know to know your high school. Okay. One of our mutual best friends. Okay. Who we'll call Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, you know exactly I what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who did go to my high school. Yes. Who was my best friend freshman year of college. He would see a Trans Am and okay. go, stoner car, stoner car. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, he said that your choir teacher okay. was in the Tabernacle Choir. Our drama teacher. Drama teacher was yes. in the Tabernacle Choir? Yes. I'm just going to... Because I don't give a fuck the wife of Charles Lynn Frost. Yes. Who was a closeted homosexual yeah. as fuck. Yeah. And that you guys made up a song about yeah, her. Yeah, I could still that sing it. went. Should we sing it together? No, let's not sing it. I don't want to sing it. I don't, I don't want to sing. I don't want to talk about people that are not present on the podcast. They're, she's probably almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, want to, I don't want to besmirch her name. Okay, I will. But I'm glad you bes- know the song. Besmirch. But I'm glad you know the song. I do not want to shirk my responsibility. I wrote that song. You did? Yeah, I totally did. Oh, I mean, my God. Me and, fr- me and my friends wrote it. I knew that song before I even met you. That's amazing. Oh. It's a great, it's a great song. I love you, Brother love you Coffee. Too. Do you really love me? Not tonight, I don't. <laughs> You're very handsy, and it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Whoa. Are you ready? Yeah. What? What's that face? Your face? You're not having a good time. No, I'm having a great time. Look, I have a cat on my lap. Okay, your face is just really serious and I'm having a ball. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my okay. number four. Okay. Um, oh, crap. I got to look at the name again. My number four, <laughs> Jenna Hunterson. Okay. Help, Jenna Hunterson. Help me out. Okay, well, I think it's clear that Mine are not very clear. But, <laughs> but we have a theme going, which is musicals. Okay, Jenna. So Jenna Hunterson is from the musical Waitress. She is oh. the waitress from flour, the musical. sugar. No. That one. But, no. Sugar, butter, <laughs> flour, sugar, butter, flour. Something I have a like friend that. that didn't know for years that, uh, the word butter. He thought she was just going, butter. Sugar. That's a butter. that's a really weird specific thing to believe for years. Because how long has that musical even been out Maybe for? Maybe three. Yeah, not very long. Anyway. Anyway, she's the titular waitress. She is of the musical Waitress. She found her. Have power. you seen the musical Waitress? She does find her power. Um. Did you see the movie Waitress? I saw the movie and I saw with the Carrie first... Russell. Oh my god! I and love with, her. And with uh, Nathan. Potty yeah, mm-hmm. Nathan Fillerton. Fillerman. Fillerson. From Firefly. From Firefly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I saw the movie and I saw the first act of the musical with you and my dad with Alzheimer's. We did? Remember? And we had to leave at intermission. Oh, I don't even remember you came to that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you had to leave. And I think... Anyway, it's a great anyway, musical. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so Jenna Hunterson, 
She's a great baker, obviously. She makes all them pies. She makes all them pies. Um, cool. And she's just a caring soul, just a caring individual. Yeah. And played by Carrie Russell in the movie, which, I'm, right. which we love Carrie Russell. I fucking love her. We love her. I, here's what I love about Carrie Russell. <clears throat> she took all that Felicity money and she just went home. Well, I guess she did the I, Americans, too. Well, she did the Americans, and then she was in... But she's not messy. You know what I mean? She comes in, she does the Americans, she delivers an amazing exactly. performance, and then she just takes her money and goes she's home. She's not doing a Transformers no, movie. No, no, no. She's, she's, she did do a Mission Impossible movie. Well, which I can respect. And by respect, I mean respect. I just like... I mean, there's something appealing to me about people in Hollywood who are, like, in Hollywood but not of Hollywood. Like, you don't see her on a lot of red carpets. You don't well, see her showing up to a lot of events. Exactly. She just takes her money and goes home. You know that bitch used to be Mormon. That's what, that's what the rumors are. Which is why she knows how to be in the world, but not of the world. It's true. In that's the name true. of Jesus Christ. I, Amen. Wasn't she Mormon, like, with Ryan Gosling? Like, they yeah. were in the same ward but, or something? I don't think they were in the... Don't go that far. Okay. So but, do you have a guess of what my top five but is? But wait, wait. Carrie Russell yeah. was also in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, true. What a waste of her, though, in that but movie. But you know, it wasn't. But she, she took her money and she went home. <laughs> she took that money. She went home. That's the top. The theme of the top five. Take People the who money, took their money and, and they went, went home. Fucking Seymour Crowborn took that money and went home. Letty Lutz took her money and went home. <laughs> Gabby Hoffman? I mean, these all kind of work. No, what was the name of it? Jenny... Gabby, Jenna Hunterson. Gabby, not Gabby Hoffman, who was a real person. Took her money and went, went home. home. With the, the pie money. Took all that pie money. It's just, it's, you know, it's people that you wish you were because you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're close. I know I am. But it's not there. Okay, what's your number five? Oh, we're on to that. Let me get my pad and paper. Wait, no, that's redundant. <laughs> my notebook. Which is a pad of paper. <clears throat> this one's really beautiful, so just watch out. Can't wait. Baru. <laughs> I think it's Baru. Baru. <laughs> okay. Um, so. So. When I lived in East Texas. Right. <laughs> the same place where that aloe vera plant grew. But not where the terracotta dildo was in the shed. No. Okay. Might I add there were fig trees and pecan trees in my backyard. In East Texas or in the dildo yard? East Texas. Okay. Anyway. Planted by Republicans. When it was... (laughs) I mean, they were. (laughs) Slave owners. Come on. Basically. Slave owners. Jesus. Okay. When it would rain, real good, as it does in East Texas. Right. The streets in my neighborhood would flood waist high. Okay. We put Seems on, safe. We, <laughs> we'd put on our swimsuits and we'd fucking go swimming. Waist high to a five-year-old. Yes. Okay. So really like 12 <laughs> inches. Like not, they're not like well, waist high to I an adult. I was tall. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And so we would get so excited. And I remember one year when it was still just fucking like sheeting. The rain was just like, the, the, all the atmosphere was water. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> the flooding in the streets was torrential. Okay. To the point that my parents wouldn't let me go out and swim in the street. I cannot imagine ever letting my child go <laughs> to swim in the street. <laughs> sure, go ahead. It's free entertainment. It's I free know. fun. I know, I get it. And we grew up <clears throat> at a different time, but like, 
Never. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, Butter. And I, flower. And I was so upset. I think I cried. And probably that was the summer I cut my own bangs. But um, uh, that's the end. Our streets would flood and we'd go swimming when my parents would let me. Top five first times you felt certain emotions. I don't know. <laughs> Is it time to just reveal it now? That's well, let me do five. my five. Okay. And then we'll maybe we'll take a break and then we'll reveal. I don't we'll, know. And then we'll come back and do the big reveal. Big reveal. So my big number five. Of 2020. Is woman number two. <laughs> from the musical. Stop it. It really is. Her name is woman number two. <laughs> from the musical Songs for a New World. Played by Shoshana Bean most recently. <laughs> who sings a song whose name now I can't remember. Like, I can't, like, I don't understand why, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. What? Um, I have to find the name. Sit, talk about something. Okay, first of all, Shoshana. Yeah. The only other time I've heard that name is on the show Girls, the Leah Dunham Oh, yeah, show. yeah. Do you know who Shoshana Bean is? No, I don't. Oh, God, okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. I, I have too much anxiety to know all the things. The song is called Stars in the Moon. Okay. By, sung by woman number two, played by Shoshana Bean. <laughs> And that is my number five. She's just never satisfied. Stars in the Moon Woman. Oh, shit. Shit. So is that one? Okay, let me ask you this. Okay. Before I try to guess. Okay. Did you save this one for the last one on purpose? No, because it was actually my number two the first (gasps) when I wrote them all down. Oh, because I was going to go with the whole theme of like never being satisfied. Okay. Okay. Um, But now I'm not. Okay. Um, but just like all these people. Yeah. Oh, you're vulnerable right now. No, no, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to eat some chips. <laughs> Crunch. Um, all these people that you've mentioned. Okay. Seymour. Let's take a break and then let's do this detailed oh. recap. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I've got to pee anyway. Okay. Sister Twain is sipping an expensive wine from the bottle. It is an ice wine. Which I've never had. And look, the bottle is long and skinny Uh compared to other wine bottles. Yes. Which means I could use it as a dildo. Is it smaller? Okay. Is it like less less milliliters? Uh, well... I can't see on here how many milliliters this is. It's gotta be. I'm gonna tell you. This is what's funny about this ice wine. So apparently ice wine, says Sister Twain, is wine where the grapes, it's like when there's frost and so they're higher in sugar and blah, blah, blah. So I said, well, just pour me a little bit. She said, well, it's 17% alcohol, so you'll only want a little bit. And I said, well, it says 9% right here. She's like, no, it's a 17%. It's 17% sugar. (laughs) Yeah. And 9% alcohol. But it's not sickly sweet... There's something, there, there's a definitely a contrast between this type of sweet right. and like your Moscato and right, your right, Gortz right, right. Dreamers. Right. But. Okay. So let's recap your top five. All right. So it's So I want you to, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say the item and then I want you to tell me like two words that are why this is in the top five. Okay. So. Wait, without telling my, without, without revealing the topic? Yeah. Just so I can guess it. Okay. So number one is the aloe plant. Magical. Okay. Number two is the terracotta dildo. Magical. Number three. <laughs> number th- what was number three? Uh, lover boy. Lover boy, because it was magical. Oh my god! Yes. Number four was. 
Swimming in the ditch. No, that was oh, number oh, five. Oh, it was a bag, big bag of blow pops. Big bag of blow pops. Magical. And delicious. So are these the top five magical <clears throat> memories from your childhood? And number five was swimming in the ditch. Swimming in the ditch. Uh, these are the top five magical things that have to do with my childhood in regards to my dad. Oh, okay. That okay. did not have to do with him being... An addict or an asshole. Like top five happy memories about yeah. your dad. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. And I just want to say Why something. Why is the terracotta dildo? What is it? Oh, <laughs> that story. Dad? Oh, would you like an explanation? Yeah. So, I mean, the rest of them I can kind of piece together myself. The terracotta dildo I'm less sure on. When <clears throat> Wilkie died, Wilkie was my dad's dad. Uh, Wilkie... You'll put it together if you know who, what my name is, um, why they call him Wilkie. Uh, Wilkie died in 83. Mm-hmm. And when he died, we went and cleaned out um, the trailer that he lived in and the shed. And uh, we kept what we thought was important. <laughs> Not a terracotta dildo. <laughs> I think my Wilkie was probably a closeted. So you think it was his dildo? Absolutely. Oh. Because, fast forward to a year later, mm-hmm. Wilkie's best friend, same age, mm-hmm. so we're talking probably 70, 75, comes to visit. His wife had passed the year before. He was very sweet. I found out that he put the moves on my dad. Oh. Wilkie's best friend. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Um, so just memories about my dad, where I thought my dad handled the whole dildo situation really well. He, he pulled it up out of the box. Oh, so he's the one that found it. Yes. Okay. I'm standing there with my mom and my dad, and he just holds it, looks at it, looks at my mom, and my mom just, she doesn't say anything, and she just kind of looks at the ground kind of giggles like there was very little communication verbal communication exchange and i am standing there like watching their nonverbal exchange uh-huh. and fascinated and then it goes in the trash okay and then i was like what the fuck just and it wasn't then that i've thought maybe wilkie was closeted of yeah, course yeah, right. You're it wasn't until way way later like in my 30s or 40s that i even thought that you're like wait a minute Exactly. Why did Wilkie have a terracotta dildo? In his and then dad? his best friend put the moves on my dad. Right. Like, like. What? You're, why are you putting the moves on me? Don't act it out. <laughs> Don't act it out. Did your your testicles just withdraw inside of you? <laughs> they are. They've been up all night. <laughs> they've been tucked in all night. Um, okay. So my top five for to recap. Yeah. Seymour Krellborn, naive, insecure. Uh, Letty Lutz. Letty Lutz is the bearded lady from The Greatest Showman. Oh, uh, who was in my ward in Louisiana? Keila Settle was? Yes. Did you know she's from Utah? New Zealand slash Utah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sorry. She's not from Utah. She went to college in Utah. Uh-huh. She went to SUU. She, I didn't know about I didn't the know SUU that. thing. Yeah. But we were I, in the same ward and we had a sleepover when I lived in West Monroe, Louisiana. I, I love swear it. I love it. to fucking God. Anyway. Anyway. Number three was Jenna Hunter's... No, number three was Bruce Bechtel. Gay, well, great, know, great decorator. I know exactly who that was. Number four was Jenna Hunterson, a caring and great baker. <laughs> and 
And number five was woman number two. She's just not happy with you, anything. You... <laughs> five? When I read them all in a row like that, it just sounds so obvious. So, I mean, it's like, okay, so, so let, me, let me say, I want to just say it the yeah. right way. Because you know how that, that, the themes of our top fives, you have to say it the right way for right. it to make sense. The sum of the parts. No, the whole. This is, a, this is for sure the right way to say this, it. <laughs> the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. This, except in your case, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Whole you... H-O-L-E? <laughs> Top five parts of holes. my whole? Top five parts of my whole? Is that what you think it is? Top five holes. Urethra. <laughs> <laughs> um, just five people that, five characters that are very seminal, pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. The, that you, you're, you've got it, essentially. I'd say it, say it. The way that I wrote it was top five Broadway characters that are fighting for the spotlight in my brain. Oh my God! That's, that's that. I fucking love it. Yeah, you were, you were oh, very, very I close. I love it. Thank you. Oh, I lo- and I love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like coffee. I like tea. I remember the tabernacle. <laughs> so... So anyway, I don't need a recap. Like, we all know why those characters are like me, right? Are there any that you're unclear on? No. <laughs> okay. Sister Twain was just like, what were you doing? Taking your bra off? She was leaving the room. Anyway. So that's oh. it. A mystery top five. Your top five magical moments with your dad. Yeah. And my top five Broadway characters that were fighting for the spotlight in my brain. Oh. Today is the three-month anniversary of my dad's death. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. It's fine. He had Alzheimer's, but he didn't die of Alzheimer's. What? Yeah. I think my... Anyway. So we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it You've up. You've had a lot to drink. I have. You don't have any children here this week. I don't. That should have been your women's work. I Thank you. That probably was your women's you work. You get me. And you forgot it. And I forgot. <laughs> but the, here's the thing. My teenagers don't give a fuck. Like, they do their own thing, right? But it's about headspace. No, 100%. 100%. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I do, I get this like once a year. It's fucking great. I did absolutely nothing today. Amazing. Because everything else that I want to do, I can do with when they're here. Right. <laughs> I can't be in my house and in my own space and in my own thoughts yeah. when they're here. Yeah. It was amazing. I love it. It was amazing. I love it. And you want the college boys next door to come have sex with you. <laughs> Gangbang. like a gangbang kind of situation or? Well, I mean, more like I'm their mom. Oh, God. <laughs> but is it like a one at a time? Is it a group thing? Like in your fantasy, uh, what is this? First, I have to give them all a bath. Oh, my God. They're disgusting. I mean, you probably do. To be fair, you probably <laughs> do. The college boys next door. Are con- they really cute? Oh, I've never seen their faces. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is more just the... It's then they're not disto- cute. It's probably not. Yeah, because college boys are disgusting. They're disgusting. Right. Yes. This is not college boys when you type it in on Pornhub. This is like actual boys <laughs> who are actually going to college. college boys when you type it in on like... On like the student uh, directory. On- <laughs> yeah. And they're gross. And they smell bad. On my son's phone. They're using uh, beer boxes as decorative elements <laughs> in their house. Yes. <laughs> So really, you want to have sex with the fantasy of like... Oh, yeah. Okay, I get that. There was a great movie in the 70s about that. Porky's? 
No. <laughs> it was this young, beautiful divorcee, probably in her 30s. The Graduate? Oh, that movie fucking rocks my socks. That's in my top three best movies of all time. I've never seen it. <gasps> I've never seen anything. <sighs> I used to have this rule. I used to have this... Um, wasn't a rule. What did I call it? It was like, it was, I called the it the Bechtel test. Yes. I no. called it the Bechtel test. No, 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 no. I called it the Dawson's Creek syndrome where any movie <laughs> or TV show that was created before Dawson's Creek, I didn't care about. <laughs> like, and, like people would be like, oh, this great movie from the seventies. I'd be like, I don't care. It came out after, it came out before Dawson's oh, Creek. You sound just like Bruce, our friend. Yeah, that's true. Just like, it drove me crazy. Yeah. Sorry, Bruce. Uh, you anyway. Provo High. I mean, whatever high school. Whatever high school Kids. we went to. All right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> well, that was great. Back by popular demand. <laughs> so our... please stop clamoring now that we've uh, finally uh, uh, done another mystery top five. Step off. Just calm down. Just quit begging for one. We've oh done it already. God. We're busy. We're very busy. Okay. Well, um, you can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly.com. For the at and we're on Instagram, <laughs> which is where we really hold our power, Instagram. Yeah. Hot drinks with an A. God damn it. And sign up for the Patreon. If, if you listen to this episode and you thought, I want more of that in my life, <laughs> then sign up for the Patreon and you will get more. If you pay at least $3 a month. That's all you got to pay. You mother- no. Oh, yeah. Cheap if you pay motherfuckers. One, if you pay $1, you get a goddamn thing. You don't thing. get a goddamn thing. You do that out of the kindness of your heart right. and Jesus But not very kind. That's still not very kind. $1? Yeah, fuck off. Anyway, we love you all of do our $1 patrons. Do you love Trump or something? I don't know. Okay, bye. bye.